0: Osu, osu, osu osusume, everyone. Welcome to the Osusume Podcast. My name is Andrew Cuperti, and I will be your guide host, your friend, your nakama, uh, in this podcast where we just talk about anime. I say we, but it is just me right now. But hey, maybe next episode, there will be someone else. Foreshadowing? Maybe. I don't know. Some people's schedules are pretty weird. Uh, it's COVID, so... We all have valid excuses for not being up to do things <laughs> 24-7. Um, how is everyone doing? I'm doing okay. When I was recording this podcast last time, I was at my parents' house um, north of Houston. And I was having a very fun time just like taking care of my parents' house because they are still in Puerto Rico because of, you know, the, the whole thing. So I just went there to clean the house, to, to connect the internet so that they can actually see their like cameras through, through the phone um, that my step, stepdad has. But um, less than 24 hours since I put that video out, Hurricane Laura decided to say, hey, I'm going to go hang out in uh, Texas. So I did have to suddenly, unplanned, drive four hours back to Austin, which is where I live and where I am right now. Uh, Because of the threat of a Category 4 hurricane, you know, just coming in and and hanging out. Uh, Thankfully, at the last minute, Laura decided to just kind of skeet to the right so my parents' house wasn't affected. But it was still a pretty bad storm. So I hope everyone is is being safe and recovering clearly and quickly to that. Um, But that being said it's been a very busy week and with a very busy week it means that i have more time to have anime playing in the background <laughs> this week so what did i watch this week i watched i watched more of hunter hunter i think i'm pretty solidly through over half of the greed island arc if anyone cares about that i love these boys but i'm uh, i'll tell you what um i don't know what it is about going maybe it's because i watched so much uh, so much shown in anime this year, it there's something about him that I just kind of don't trust, and it, I think it's because I don't trust Sugashi. <laughs> I don't trust the author very much, and I love Yu Yu Hakusho, but he he sure did throw some curveballs in there, which made for interesting storytelling. But the way that I think he's playing out this 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 character Gon's character, I love him very much. He seems like a very sweet boy, but he also doesn't seem to have any inhibitions. And he seems to be very trusting for people. In the same way that Luffy from One Piece is. Like, he kind of just has... He's very emotionally intelligent. But I don't think Gon has that, um... That clear-cut, uh... Moral... Um... Moral compass. So, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll... Watch this space. (laughs) I have a few of my friends being like, That's an interesting take. I want you to watch the whole show. So, we we will fucking see what happens. Um... But I'm enjoying it. It's, 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 it's very fun. I did take a break from watching Hunter x Hunter this week to watch a little bit more like chill um, show. I watch a little bit of Natsume's Book of Friends, which is just a really cool anime about this. Um, oh my gosh, how could I even explain it? It's just this, this very sweet boy called Natsume who's, I guess, um, relative, like passed on relative, collected the names of like spirits. And it, the name carries a lot of power in in this in this world, which I think also carries a lot of power in Japanese culture. If you think back of like Spirited Away, uh, Chihiro was stripped of her name, and she was just being named Sin um, to kind of have Yubaba have power over her. So in that same sense, uh, this he finds a book that has. Um, a bunch of e spirits' names, and he's like, mm, this kinda sucks. So he kinda just goes around the world trying to return the names to all these spirits. It's a very... It's a very sweet show. It's very low-key, and it's kind of been the perfect show to have in the background while I'm cleaning my room, or while I'm trying to figure out what the hell to do with my life in 2020 because this entire year has been a wash. <laughs> and I'm sure it's not just me. Um... But that's—I uh, didn't really want to talk about that today. I think today I wanted to talk about what it is exactly that you see in an anime or like in a story that makes you want to keep watching. Uh, I am a person who, ever since I was in in high school and middle school, I've always been very open to different shows. Uh, <laughs> this is really funny, but. When I lived in Brazil, because I lived in Brazil for a few years, when my parents got divorced, and I came back to Puerto Rico, uh, one of the first manga that my mom bought for me it was my uncle had a copy of Berserk the manga, uh, in Portuguese, and he he lent he like bought it for me, and he like lent my mom uh, no it was my mom took it and was like oh this is this is that weird Japanese stuff and my that my daughter likes. Uh, before she like got into like anime and stuff, well, she was like, "Yeah, sure, we'll check this out." And she gave it to me, and I was about ten years old, and I did open up the book to uh, guts fucking <laughs> in that first uh, in that first uh, page. So uh, <laughs> there's certain I've always been very open <laughs> to trying out different shows. So with that in mind, like I've 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 had the habit. At least since um, since anime has become so much easier to access in the United States, to every single season, like any simulcast that like Crunchyroll would have, I would at least watch like one or two episodes of it. If it's something that I really really know I won't like, I probably won't check it out. But I've been watching like Doraemon, like there's um, certain there's certain shows that I just seen, I'm like mm, it's not exactly for me. Or if it's a continuing show that I haven't gotten into, I'm like not this season. But I've I've so I've had the experience of watching a lot of different shows pilots, I guess. And I don't know if if, if I've explained like what my history is, but I, I've I've worked as a 3D animator. Um I went to school for animation and I I've worked in syndicated animation. So an animation that basically like every single week a new episode is made and every single week a new episode is aired. Granted, not on TV. The, the, the company that I worked for was a web-based animation company. Uh, some of you guys probably know. I'm not going to say it. But um, it was anime-inspired. Uh, some people will call it anime. Some won't. I think it's very anime-inspired. And it tries to be anime. <laughs> That's all I'm going to fucking say. Uh, but because I've worked in syndicated animation I have that experience, I feel like I am very forgiving when it comes to certain things that come out. In uh, especially in a TV version of a show, because a lot of shows have like broadcast versions, TV versions, and the Blu-ray release versions, where they probably have a bit more time to clean up the <laughs> to clean up the the outsourced work or clean up some of the um, CB CBBS. They're called CBBS where I used to work. It call it means could be betters. So it's basically animations where the animation or anything or the effects of the show or of that shot are good enough. But they could be better, uh, just as <laughs> just as the name says, it could be better. So the the point of those is basically when the show is over, you just go back in and just make it really, really nice and better looking for the Blu Ray release, in hopes that people will buy the Blu Ray and have that as an image of the show. One of the <laughs> one of the best examples of this um of this kind of pipeline, if you've been on the internet when Madoka Magica, Puella Mag- Magi Madoka Magica was being broadcast. <laughs> there's this one, there's this one few scenes where they on, the, they're on the rooftop of the school, if I'm remembering correctly, and the, there's like a fence behind the school. I'll, uh, I, I would love you guys to just look up this, 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 these images, but in the TV version, the fence is like just a normal, like I think it's a pretty normal chain link fence. In the DVD, or I think it was, no, it was a digital version, I think. The fence is, like, a little bit fancier, but in the Blu-ray version, the fence is, like, this crazy elaborate, like, Milano, like, Renaissance-style, like, the Duomo in Milan-looking fence, and it's, like, why did you <laughs> why did you decide to update the, ven- the fence two times? There's, there's certain things that I see, like, when, when I'm watching anime, but I'm, like, all right, that's not exactly how I, as a showrunner, or I, as someone on the on the staff would have put all my my uh, my work into, but I appreciate that that's something that you decided to do. Sometimes directors have their own images and their own goals, and you know what? Maybe that director was just like, I just really fucking want this fence to look incredible. And you know, that's fine. We'll, 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 we'll give them that. Um, <laughs> it's just really interesting, I think, about that stuff. But going back to my point, because I watch so many pilots and I watch so many shows that i end up just kind of dropping or just not really continuing entirely. Um, there's, there's certain things that I, I can see in, like, the first or second episode that I'm like, yeah, this is really interesting or, yeah, this is really going to hug me. Um, I have this argument a lot with um, my friends who also have gone to art school or just, like, my friends on Twitter.com that uh, I have a, I have a lot of people who are, like, very much, like, animation or art style elitists where they're like, I don't care if the story's not that that spe- I don't care if the story's great. If the art style is something that I don't like, I will not even give that give that show like the, the time of day, which you know is a is a is a way <laughs> is a way to consume media that I'm not gonna fault you for. It. You can do whatever you want, but I also think that limiting yourself to just things that are very visually appealing on first glance to you is is, is you know it's just it's a little whack. I'll be real, it's a little whack. It's a little whack. Um. There's certain there's a lot of shows that end up being like my favorite shows, but like when I first saw the the art style for it or I first watched the pilot, it took a while for me to get into the art style. <laughs> Not to have One Piece brainworms again, but One Piece is one of the shows that gets brought up a, a lot because a lot of people don't really like Oda's art style. I was lucky that even from even from when I first started reading the manga, like I. I really resonated with like the late 90s art style <laughs> that he had going on in the manga and as well as like the early 2000s like Toei art style. Um, I think that was Toei's heyday. Toei Animation did their best animation in like the late 90s, early 2000s and I really, really miss it. Uh, not not to say that the current One Piece art doesn't look incredible because it does, but that's that was still the golden age for me. But a lot of people just don't really like the style. And, you know, there are certain things about Oda's art style, that I still am kind of weirded about. Like, you know, I love Robin. I don't know why during the time skip she ended up getting... Well, I was going to say she ended up losing her tan, but she was in, like, a very wintry country. Never mind. There are certain things about the art style, like the way that he draws women with or only really one face and, like, one body proportion, which is a valid thing, but... People who just go like, oh, I don't want to watch One Piece because the art's ugly. I mean, I feel like they're like really limiting themselves to just shows that are gonna look pretty, not really have a strong story. <clears throat> that being said, shows that look beautiful but whose stories are like really, really boring and whack, I don't know how people can actually like do that. <laughs> there are a lot of a lot of really, really good shows that look incredible. That look like shit. No, sorry. There's a lot of really, really good shows that look like shit, but the story is so good that I'll stick with it. There's not really a lot of shows that, like, I'll stick to the end with that look beautiful, but the story just doesn't really resonate to me. Um, there's, there's... What I'm trying to get to is that, as someone who's worked in syndicated animation and, like, on weekly release animation schedules, the... The certain parts that a director decides to put all his, their the team's money and time to really says a lot, I think, about the decisions that the director actually has made for the show. And that is something that I think from my experience is what makes or breaks a good director and a good pipeline. The It's the ability to make decisions. So, hear me out. The... The way that a show looks, even if it's not appealing to you, if it does have a very like very cognitive, a very like thought out art style, like the colors make sense, the characters might look a little weird. I love Madoka Magica, but the characters did look a little weird when I first watched it. Same with Made in Abyss, and those two are one of my, uh, those two are like my favorite shows. Like I love those shows a lot, but you you can't fault that at least those characters had a very cohesive character design and had a very cohesive, like, color palette. Especially, going back to Madoka as an example, the, the big contrast between, like, a very, very, like, <laughs> not really spoiling anything, but the, a very, very, like, colorful and very childish color palette with the backdrop of everyone kind of knowing that this show has something else. And even the example of, like, when you go to, when you're first introduced to a witch in Madoka Magica, it changes it has like a synesthetic shift is um, so a synesthetic shift is, is what it's called when you basically go to another animation style or another art style in a show. Fully Coolie did it a lot. Remember that episode I think it was episode f- six? Where it changes to like South Park style, that's a synesthetic shift. It's basically you're changing the art style for a specific reason, a storytelling reason, or for a joke or for something. When the characters kind of go all chibi and stuff for like a really fun moment, that's kind of a synesthetic shift, I would say. Um, but them having the, the director having the decision to make every single witch encounter... In a different art style means that even if the sh- even if the art style isn't something that you like, this is something that the director actually put their put their time into making a direct decision for. And I think that one of the main things that makes or breaks a lot of shows is that the director is a little wishy washy with their decision making, or they say they say too much like, "Oh, we'll we'll, we'll figure that out later." Whenever I'm at a show, <laughs> whenever I'm working on something. And with, with, with a team and I ask a question and the, the last thing I want to hear is we'll figure it out later or we'll figure it out in post. That just means that either the problem is going to be addressed later with when I have less time to think about or if I'm going to do an animation and then I'm going to have to change it at the end because we're going to end up making a decision that's going to cha- fuck my entire shit up. Uh, <laughs> or it's gonna the problem is going to go to somewhere else, someone else like the post-processing department. It's it's as and as someone who's worked in that kind of animation, it's 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 really interesting to kind of watch a show and then be like, oh, that's not exactly how I would have done it, or wow, I can kind of see how they cut corners, or wow, I can kind of see how the director probably didn't have a a set a set image in his mind, or if he did, he didn't really he didn't really express it correctly. I think. One really good example, and this really hurts to say, but I love the manga Golden Kamui. Golden Kamui is really cool, but the anime kind of fell really flat to me. And I think part of the reasons was because of the first episode. (laughs) They have... Uh, and I'm all for anime using 3D. I think that's going to be the future. I think a lot of studios use it really, really, really smartly and correctly. Like Kara, Studio Kara or like Studio Trigger. But Golden Kamui had this fucking 3D bear come out. And it, it just, it it was so jarring that it just didn't look good. It didn't look good and to a point where like I was taken out from the experience. Isn't This is the first episode. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not spoiling anything, but there's a bear that attacks uh, the main character, and the bear just looks like shit. <laughs> it hurts to say, but it's just a 3D bear that's just 3D, and they tried to put some tune shaders on him, but he doesn't really fit the the aesthetic of the show, and it's it's it sucks because you're just kind of looking at this like, wow, okay. I can see that the director probably had an idea for this, or like maybe to cut corners or to make make our budget make the budget like last longer. They were like, "Well, just outsource this bear three D, this three D bear animation with like a bear like model, and then just put it in there," and and it just didn't work out because I um, what I'm guessing is that they didn't have enough time for it. And I haven't seen the Blu Ray version of the first season yet, so I don't know if this was addressed afterwards. But it just looked really bad, like um. Okay, have we can we all admit that we all watch Beastars yet? And that we're all technically furries now? Because I'm pretty sure every single person I know has at least seen Beastars on Netflix when it came out during the pandemic and was like at least a little bit interested in it. I would recommend it, it's a great show. It's by Studio Orange Orange, Orange, Studio Orange. I almost said Orange, <laughs> which is not even how you say it in Japanese, it's Studio Orange. But Orange <laughs> It's like saying Target Target. Um, It's by Studio Orange. It's a studio located in West Tokyo. They are a 3D studio that does anime, and I think they have the smartest pipeline in doing 3D anime, quote-unquote, anime. Um, The last show that they did was Land of the Lustrous, which I think was absolutely one of the best shows (laughs) that came out that year. And also, the best-looking 3D anime. That had come out until *B* Stars. That being said, *B* Stars—if you—if you have like a very keen eye, or if you like look look closely at a few shots, you can see where the shots aren't in three D; they're in two D, and we're trying to mimic it, mimic, mimic it being two D. There's 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 very weird gaps in where like I can see that they ever ran out of money or ran out of time cuz 3D animation does take a long time. So this 2D animation, but 3D animation has a lot more has, has a lot more um, technical shit that can go wrong. <laughs> but I think makes it last makes it take a lot longer to actually create a finished and polished product. The there are certain shots in in Beastars, and it took me out because I was like, "This this story is very good." And sometimes I had to like catch myself and be like, "This looks a little weird." And then I realized, "Oh, this is just a 2D this is a 2D shot of two characters talking." Um, but maybe some people who aren't used to seeing 3D animation wouldn't really notice. So I'm, I'm sorry if I'm <laughs> sorry if I'm making you have to go watch Beastars again and take you out of the experience, but it's 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 a great story and even when i saw those those little moments kind of pop out that i i was like mm, the director probably probably didn't have time or uh, they probably ran out of budget the story was strong enough and the characters were strong enough and interesting enough that i kept watching the show like i didn't it took me out but i went back in because i was like oh lagoshi's back oh i love lagoshi oh how Haru, a great character um i would really recommend b stars it is <laughs> it is furry but I think it's 2020. I think we've all gotten to the point where we uh, we understand that like most furries are okay. <laughs> oh, the quarantine is gonna make us all furries. Um, anyway, back to back to the main issue. I do, I do really think that having having a preference and kind of understanding the preference of what kind of media speaks out to you and things that media that is things in media that really speak out to you can be very interesting because you can figure out like oh you know there's a new robot show I like robots I'm gonna watch this robot show again but also we can't just limit ourselves to just watching stuff like that I mean I had a friend who all all she watched was shoujo she just watched shoujo and you know what that's great I love I love shoujo too like uh, I love me a slow burn fan fiction I watched all of kimi todoke like it's you know shojo is fun it has its place it's not exactly what I always seek out, but having having sh- having a preference for like shoujo or like a, a mecha show, but only watching that kind of stuff, it can get kind of boring. You know, you can you, you should branch out and try different flavors of the same the same product. <laughs> the product is anime. <laughs> um, but there, yeah, there's a lot of people that I know that are very kind of. Mm, they, they, they turn their nose up on watching a show that looks ugly and the thing about that is that like the the, the look of a show or like what someone calls what well, someone sees as like a very unappealing character or it's an unappealing character design it goes from one, char- from one person to the other it's very subjective, it's art the same with stories, like some people really like realistic stories, like slice of life is great or like things rounded in more realism other people love to watch isekai and that's the only thing they watch you're allowed to do that too one of my favorite shows is an isekai, but it is a comedy isekai. It's um, Konosuba. Konosuba, if you haven't watched Konosuba. Konosuba is a great show. The way that I always pitch it to people is like, it's kind of like, the dynamic of these characters reminds me a lot of the dynamic of the idiots in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because it is very much like a, s- <laughs> a smart, funny show about people who are horrible and stupid. But they are not horrible in the sense that you can't redeem them. We're just kind of horrible because they're just dumb and they just do really dumb stuff. It's a really great show. S- going back to shoujo, my friend just watches shoujo. And so I recommended um, Gekkan Shoujo Nozaki-kun. Uh, monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, which is is considered still a shojo, but it's it's a comedy before everything. It's a comedy with, like, the backdrop of, like, a shoujo show. Basically, the premise, if you haven't watched it, I recommend it. It's so funny. <laughs> the second season, I don't know if it's ever gonna come, but it, it was such a funny show. It's basically this girl, her name is uh, Sakura Chiyo? Ch- Chiyo? Chiho? Chiyo, I think. Um, and she has a crush on this kid named Nozaki-kun. He's just kind of like tall, dark, and like mysterious. And she, for some reason, she goes up to to him, and she's like going to confess. But for some reason, and before, instead of confessing, she goes like, "Hey, can I have your autograph?" For like no reason, and and uh, he gives it to her because, unbeknownst to her, he is. Her favorite mangaka. He drank like, draws a shoujo manga that she loves and is super popular. And he, he was like, before he signed the thing, he was like, "Oh shit! How did you know? Oh no, my secret has been revealed." And then he just signed his mangaka name on like the the twelve by twelve like signing board that Japanese like celebrities use to do autographs. And she's just like, "What the fuck?" And then um, he asked her to follow him home because she works at the she's at the art. This is not a spoiler, by the way. This is the first episode. Um, she's like in the art uh, class and he's like, hey, can you help me out? I have a deadline. <laughs> and she just ends up working for him. It's honestly such a funny show, but it does still have the backdrop of like, you know, like this is a shojo story because she's a girl and she's in love with a boy and he's just kind of like, oh, whatever. I don't, uh, I don't see your feelings. I <laughs> and the ending of the first season is so funny oh man, I love that show it's really one of those like feel good shows there's also everything you can, you can just watch a show because it makes you feel good it doesn't have to be that deep, it really is just cartoons um, it's like any other piece of media even the problematic shows I feel, and mm, this might be a spicy take um, but even I feel like if, if a piece of media is problematic I personally feel that it's still to, to a certain extent There's a certain extent to which, like, you probably shouldn't consume that media. But as long as you understand that there are problems, very inherent problems in this actual piece of media, and you don't actually condone the things that are happening in media, and you remember that this piece is fiction, I feel like you're still able to consume the show in a smart way. That's all I'm going to say about this. If y'all (laughs) want to sound off, please... (laughs) please please yell at me on twitter.com at OsusumePod. <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's i think because i've had conversations like this with most of my friends who like the same shows that i do or like have very similar tastes to me or with these people that i've been to college i've gone to college with who kind of have a little more like a nose upturned like uh, anime can only be real art if it's like Redeemed in the West, which oh, that's uh, problematic in a lot of different ways. But because I've had discussions about like what are actual appeal, like objectively appealing things, as people latch onto in wanting to continue a show and wanting to continue following these characters, it's it's interesting to 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 kind of see what other people think. I also believe, like when I'm talking about story, I think the characters fall into that too. There's there's something to be said about like characters like Deku and like characters like Luffy and characters like Naruto being like so beloved because they are like I mean you say what you want about shonen protagonists but like they are pretty strong characters even if it can be like a little you know like one one dimensional on the surface they still do create like very interesting dynamics and in storytelling like, Hinata. Hinata from Haikyuu is just a short kid. Like, like the premise of his character is already interesting. He's a short kid who wants to play volleyball, which is a sport that's known for having to have really tall people. Um, you know, it's 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 certain, like, taglines like that or, like, just, like, premises like that that, that, that can, can even, like, make you interested in watching a show. That being said, if I watch another, like... Uh, another like my my wife is the school president or I fucking I I love him but he's also a ghost of her like high school drama isekai thing I'm pretty tired but if it is an interesting premise I'll give it a try still it's <sighs> fellas the 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 moe market is uh, oversaturated I think it's time for everyone to sell their stocks because the, the moe market really, really do be kind of have being in a bubble right now. And I do think it's time for that bubble to burst. Uh, you know, we've had every single kind of moe girl out there. Animal moe. Uh, you know, a Bengal, uh, a Bengal tiger, but also a waifu. You know, uh, even so much so we had a penguin girl that an actual penguin fell in love with. God, I hope people know what the fuck I'm talking about or else this is going to be so confusing to people who are just like, I don't watch anime. What the fuck are you talking about? Kimono Friends had a character named uh, I don't, Penguin? <laughs> Penguin? <laughs> Pinguchan? Penguinchan? Uh, and <laughs> they put uh, they put uh some uh some cutouts of the characters in a penguin enclosure and one of these penguins named Grape Coon fell in love with the penguin waifu and so he kept the cutout there until he passed away. <laughs> it's one of it's one of my it's one of my favorite stories. Because it's just like that's just that's just a feel good story. Sometimes also when sometimes also when anime kinda like <laughs> kinda seeps into quote unquote the real world it's it's it creates very interesting dynamics. Like right now, as I'm recording this, there is a trend on TikTok, the app uh, that's might may- might soon be banned in the United States. So I'm gonna need to use my VPN to keep watching these cool teens dance. There's a trend right now that's um that's just people doing the Chika dance from um, Kaguyasama Love Is War. From the first ending, Chica does this really cute like rotoscope dance, and people are just like covering it, and I'm like, this is cute. I like this. Uh, I think I lost the plot <laughs> for this episode. I'm just talking about grape Coot, and Chica. So anyway, what are some things that you gravitate towards when you're looking for a show, or like you gravitate towards when a show catches your interest, and you're like, mm, I'm gonna, I might keep watching this, especially when it's a it's a weekly release. There is there's also something to be said with with like if you have if all the episodes of a show are out and you can just binge that whole thing, it's probably easier for you to just like, meh, whatever, and just like forget about it and not touch it again. Then it's for like a weekly release where you have to remember every week to like watch an episode. There is there's there's certain dynamics that might be a little different, but I think as someone and this might this is something that my might keep saying in in recurring episodes, but as someone who has worked in like a breakneck like animation production (laughs) story and characters are a bit more important to me than art style only because I forgive a lot of things when it comes to animation like I honestly think the one piece does anime doesn't look like I honestly think the one piece anime does not look that bad and I know some people are going to be yelling at me about this but I honestly think y'all are just being kind of weenies about it If you skip the filler episodes, and if you just like, you know, just 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 let it slide a bit, and remember that (laughs) this is around the time in Japan where like every studio was outsourcing like every episode because the economy was starting to be bad, then you'll probably forget about it and be like, "Mm, whatever. (laughs) Post time skip, One Piece had to walk so that Wano Country One Piece could run. Okay, y'all just be happy that this arc looks as beautiful as it does. I'm off my one piece soapbox right now. Just watch it. It's a really good story. <laughs> anyway, thanks for thanks for listening. I hope everyone is being safe. I hope everyone is staying at home, watching anime, washing their hands. Did I say that right? Yeah, watching anime and washing their hands, those two. I hope you're you're I hope I just hope you're you're keeping safe and keeping keeping healthy, both in mind and body. There's a certain comfort I think that a lot of people take for granted in consuming media that makes us happy, especially during these hard times, or like just during hard times in general. Uh, one of one of the the things that kept me going in college was K-On! I mean, I went to I went to a very a very not strict, but like it was very demanding art school. I'll say that, uh, and. Getting home after being at the computer animation labs for like over fourteen hours and just watching a few episodes of K-On! that I've already watched and just going to bed really helped kind of balance me out and just mellow me out. So, I think finding any media like that that can help you is is a great thing, honestly, for mental health. If it works for you, the I remember when I used to when I used to have a tr- have a gym. <laughs> when I used to be able to go to the gym in my complex before. It became a uh, virus, viral cesspool. I used to just like put in. I hated running, but I knew that it was good for my body. <laughs> um, or jogging, I guess. I, I would jog because I have a joint condition, and if I run, my feet can like dislocate. It's horrible, but. I would, I would put, I would just put, like, a an episode of, like, Car Crypto Soccer or or, like, something that I really, really liked, or something that I really wanted to watch, and just run to that, and be like, I can, I gotta run until the uh, the commercial break. So, <laughs> I was kind of bribing myself, but I think having that show, and, like, having, having other pieces of media to fall back on, but just make me feel good, and make me engaged, and I guess kind of escape, um, it kind of escape from the realities, especially during a time, like, such a, an in- Uh, unstable time as now is a great thing for us to have so let me know what what's keeping you grounded right now honestly it's for i think part of the reason why i watch one piece in such (laughs) in such a quick like succession was because one piece was that for me like this was right during the time during the pandemic where (laughs) where the the big ass wave in the states was coming and i was like oh this is this sucks this is probably gonna be the rest of the year Spoiler alert! It probably is going to be so having a show where where all these friends were having fun together, and while I could not have fun together with my friends, was really good. Uh, same with Cardcaptor Sakura. Cardcaptor Sakura is one of my favorite shows. I have a tattoo. I need to get a touch up, but I can't really go to a tattoo appointment right now. So, um, Cardcaptor Sakura really helped me while I was going through like really hard times in in elementary school and, and middle school with, with like my parents and just like everything else, in my family. So having, having that, that media is really important, and I feel like <laughs> saying no to a show just because the art style is like kind of crappy, you know, that's limiting you to be able to maybe enjoy some media that you didn't think you'd like. So just give it a try. Just, just, just try it out. But also, at the same point, if you don't like it, just stop it. It's really not that deep. And I know some people on Twitter will be like, no, you should give more... You should be more respect, like have more respect for the shows that you watch. No, <laughs> why? We're all we're all human. We just want to consume stuff. I was gonna say we're all adults, but you might not be an adult <laughs> listening to this. And I mean we we have the we have the agency to choose what shows make us happy and choose what shows we want to consume and don't. So I'll just end with that. Um, I'm just rambling at this point. Thank you for listening. If you did. Um, Follow us on Twitter. send me your best anime memes. Your <laughs> God I sound so old. Send me your anime memes. Yeah just send me send me what you think. Send me your favorite show. send me uh, what what's made you happy this week and if you know just let's just talk about cartoons <laughs> in a very positive way. Uh, so that's my Twitter is at at Osusume podcast, and then you can also email us at OsusumePod at gmail.com. Uh, alright let's do a sign off Um, be kind wash your hands watch anime yeah alright bye guys bye Oh, yeah, also the theme music is Private Beach by Cosmic Cycler. Please check out their music at cosmiccycler.bandcamp.com. Matani!